This week on Twip Weddings, we're going to chat with Brian about his latest endeavor for photographers, Sprout Studio. Sprout Studio is an all-in-one business success software for photographers, combining studio management software with online galleries, album proofing, sales galleries, and much more. Sprout Studio recently opened up to the public, so we thought it would be a good time to look under the hood, kick the tires, and get the inside scoop on this great new offering for photographers, and learn how it can help photographers manage and grow their business. And welcome back to another episode of Twip Weddings. My name is Bruce Clark, and I am joined by Mr. Brian Capricci, my usual co-host. No, no Robert Evans today. Robert had something come up, so just ah, you and I. Good. Hey, how's it going? It's going well. How about you? <laughs> Doing very well. Very good. Very good. So um, this week, since it's just you, you and I, um, we thought it'd be appropriate to kind of talk about, you know, where everybody, we, you know, you are f- famous for talking about, you know, people use the excuse that they're busy all the time, right? And, and you wrote a, a great article on Spartan Photographer about, you know, the, the myth of busy, right? And we have, you know, there's a lot of stuff going on, too. There's wedding photographers. We had a lot of balls in the air, lots of things to keep track of, communications mm-hmm. and you know, just all the things that go along with booking a client and, and delivering our services. And uh, we're so you and I are here to talk kind of about a solution that you've designed and developed uh, and worked on for quite a while um, to kind of help <laughs> people with that, hopefully, um, so that they can reclaim some of their lives and and maybe bring some organization to their to their chaos. So we're going to dig in uh, this week and, and talk about that and uh, talk a little bit about your newest endeavor, Sprout Studio. Cool. Right on. Right on. Yeah. But before we get into the show, uh, of course, we want to remind you how you can participate in the show. We've got several different ways to interact with us. Uh, first, you can visit the website at thisweekinphoto.com slash weddings. Uh, there you'll find the show notes for each episode, which contain links to everything we talk about on the show, including our picks. Um, and you can also leave your comments and get the discussion going in there as well. Um, if you do have a question or a suggestion for a topic that we can cover on a future episode, just email us. Our email address is twipwed at thisweekinphoto.com. Uh, or if you prefer social media, just add the hashtag TwipWed to your post and we'll keep our eye out for your posts. And uh, if you want to get involved uh, socially, uh, we've got a Facebook group, uh, new people joining every week. So head on over to facebook.com slash groups slash TwipWed and uh, feel free to join our group there. There's lots of discussion happening there. People are posting questions. Uh, you know, everybody's helping answer those questions. So definitely jump in our Facebook group. That seems to be where we're, most people are participating. So. So without further ado, those are all the different ways to get in touch with us. Let's jump into the show. And so, like I said, this week, uh, it's going to be just just Brian and I. We're going to have kind of a little one-on-one here, a little fireside chat. <laughs> I turned my fireplace on, but it's not working yeah, right I was now. I so, say, yeah, yeah, it'd be really nice if we like, isn't there, isn't there a way in Google Plus that you can like put backgrounds behind you or something like that? We probably oh, should have, we should have like, played fires or something behind us. Yeah, I should have played with that today. So, I don't know. <laughs> we'll have to settle for your, uh, your Westcott um, spider light. That's, oh, yeah, that's, good, good call. Yeah, there we go. It's behind you. Yeah, we'll use a fireside <laughs> chat. So, we're sort of inside the actor's studio here. That's um, right. <laughs> I'm not quite that. Who's the guy? Who's the? I forget his name. The inside the actor studio guy. Oh, I don't. Yeah, I don't know his name. I know you're talking yeah. about though. Yeah, that guy. Anyway, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we thought it'd be a good opportunity this week um, to you know chat a little bit more, get inside uh, your latest solution that you that you've been developing and working hard on for photographers, and really sort of to help organize the chaos a little bit. Mm-hmm. If you. You know, you and I both talk to a lot of photographers and you more than me, you see, you know, you teach a, a lot of seminars and workshops and, and you probably see this a lot and get this you know, question a lot, but I see it a lot there out there too. And, you know, social media and different Facebook groups and people saying, you know, I'm overworked, I'm overwhelmed, you know, I can't keep track of this. I forgot that I had this shoot, uh, you know, or I, you know, I lost this 
clients information or these kinds of things. Right. So mm-hmm. I think these are all struggles that a lot of creatives and sometimes they use the crutch that, oh, I'm a creative. I'm not very good at the, <laughs> the you know, the business. I'm not very organized. It's not my thing. You know, they're the, you know, they like to put all their receipts in a shoebox and two years later, take them to the accountant. Like, do you see that and hear that a lot amongst creatives? Yeah. I mean, I think there's, there's kind of two, two different things that, that happen. I mean, obviously one is that uh, we use the fact that we're photographers or creatives as an excuse as to why, uh, you know, we can't run successful businesses because it's the sort of starving artist mentality. And it's almost just assumed that, that when you're a, you know, a creative, when you're an artist, well, that's just what you do. And and you have to just kind of grind to get by and you'll never really make a living at it. And that's, I mean, unfortunate in and of itself that that's, that's sort of a, of a mindset. But I think the other, the other biggest, the bigger thing about it is uh, not necessarily unique to photographers, but more just this sort of social state that we're in today. And it's the idea, um, Bruce, you started the conversation off by saying, Brian, how you doing? <laughs> right. And, <laughs> and, and the whole idea of just, you know, asking somebody how you're doing it's a very simple thing. And oftentimes, sometimes we don't even listen to what the answer is. But um, so often we we um, kind of just intuitively go into this thing of like, let's pretend that you haven't seen a friend for a long time, right? And and you see them at the grocery store and you say, oh, hey, how's it going? Or maybe they ask you, hey, how's it going? How's business? Most of the time, most people, photographers, especially entrepreneurs, especially will say, oh, it's good. I'm just so busy right now. I'm just like, oh, yes, it's, you know, things are going well, we're just busy and sorry, I haven't called you. I've just been so busy. Uh, you know, you see your grandma and you haven't seen your grandma in a long time. And she says, oh, how's your business doing? I have an Italian grandma. So I was going to say, my, you must have Italian yeah. grandma. <laughs> my grandma wouldn't, wouldn't have sounded like that, but that's right. okay. So, you know, she goes, oh, how's it going? You know, I think you're doing good. I'm like, oh yeah, grandma, I'm just really, really busy right now, you know? And it's so easy for us to say that and in doing so, uh, we sometimes don't even realize it, but we're, we're kind of in a way glorifying busy. You know, we're kind of taking this concept of being overworked, being overwhelmed, being burnt out, being busy and using it as uh, an excuse, using it as a means of justification for why we can't do things or why we haven't done things or almost even to an extent using it as a means of measurement. You know, where it's like, oh, yeah, you think you're busy? Let me tell you about what I've been doing, yeah. blah, 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 blah. And it's just like, why are we measuring our self-worth by how busy we are? Yeah. That doesn't make it, sense. It, it can really impact people because I, I, I see a lot of, you know, photographers or just anybody, right? And they, especially, like you say, with social media these days is we're comparing ourselves to everybody's highlight reel. I think yeah. that's something that I've heard a lot, right? Yeah. That's a, or a, a phrase that I've heard uh, tossed around out there, right? And people see other other people as being busy and if yeah. they're not they feel somehow less right mm-hmm. and, and it can be this it can be depressing right it can yeah. be really hard like i've i've got a few friends who are here oh yeah all booked up for next season and already you know mostly booked for 2017 and i know photographers who are you know have maybe like two weddings booked for next year yeah. and they're they're worried but they don't you know they're, they're never, they won't say it publicly or anything like that, but i can tell that they're worried and then when they see those kinds of things they get even more anxious and more worried. And like, am I doing things right? Like I had a conversation with one of my friends the other day and she was like, I only have a couple weddings next year. Should I start lowering my prices? And these, and it becomes this like vicious thing, right? That, well, that can really impact and affect yeah, us. Yeah. I mean that, that whole comparative mindset I think is a really dangerous place to be. And I mean, we almost can't help but be there because of the social world that we live in. Um, have, have I told the story of 
have I told the duck story on our podcast before? I forget if I have I, or not. I, I would have remembered that, so okay. no, I don't think so. All right, I'm going to tell you a story then. Okay. Uh, this this is a fun one. <laughs> tell me a story. It's, tell okay. us a story, Brian. Story time. Let's get it's the campfire going Brian. in the background. <laughs> okay, so um, you know, if if you were to go to a park, right, and you see a pond, and you see a couple ducks swimming on the pond, you might inherently say, "Wow, like those ducks are swimming." so effortlessly they're just gliding along elegantly it looks beautiful and almost it seems like they do it without really having to work hard and that's the assumption that we make by seeing the duck from above the surface however if you've ever seen what it looks like when a duck is swimming from under the surface and if you haven't ever seen this go on youtube and search it because it's actually quite hilarious the a duck's feet when they're swimming are moving like a million miles a minute they're moving so quickly they're just like frantically you know um paddling to make it look as though above the surface they're just gliding along so effortlessly and oftentimes that's exactly what you said there and and i think the quote actually is that we often compare our behind the scenes with other people's uh, highlight reel and and it's the idea that you know to, to so many people we could look at you know, and anyone could look at even us, Bruce, like they could say, oh, look at you guys. You're on the podcast. You're running good photography businesses. You seem to have all the answers or, or you seem to, you know, have some things put together. That, nope. that, you know, <laughs> well, no, that's not the case, you know, but, but they're judging us based on what they're seeing on the surface. Mm-hmm. And we often yep. judge, you know, everyone that we see based on what we see on the surface. But you don't see the grind behind the scenes. You don't see all the work that goes into making this. You don't see all the failures that that person has had to get to the point where they have less failures now than they once did. Mm-hmm. And maybe you're comparing your beginning to their end, you know, and, right. and it's a really yep. bad place to be in. And so I think that whole comparative mindset is, is really dangerous. And in doing so, we kind of just force ourselves into this never ending cycle of feeling the need to be busy. Mm-hmm. And I'm sort of in a place right now um, that, that I, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm wanting to start a movement. Uh, I'm calling it the redefine busy movement. Okay. All right. It's, it's, let's stop glorifying and putting busy up on this pedestal and let's start being smart about designing the life that we want to have. Take ownership over your time. Because really, when you say, when you use busy as an excuse, when you say, Oh, how you been? Oh, I've been busy. Basically, all you're saying is, I don't have control of my own time. Mm-hmm. I don't have control of my situation. And I'm a product of just what gets thrown at me. And I, therefore, I'm just kind of, constantly putting out fires right i was reacting oh my gosh and that is like that's not that's not a way to live i mean there's no way that any photographer listening to our voices right now can say yeah you know i got into photography because gosh i just want to grind and never see my kids i want to work every weekend every night never be able to turn my phone off i just always want to work yeah, I always joke that I say, yeah, I left my nine to five job for a 6 a.m. to midnight job. <laughs> right. Yeah, right. Yeah. And it's and it's so true. And it's I think that's not what we want as photographers. Yeah. Yet that's almost in a way what this busy mindset forces us to do. Mm-hmm. And so I'm saying, let's let's kind of let's let's take a breath. Let's let's stop. Let's reassess what we're looking at or what we're doing. Let's reprioritize, um, you know, where we put our attention and put our time. and Let's be smarter about how we run our business. Let's be smarter about how we design our lifestyle and then design the business that fits into your lifestyle. And so um, in doing that, you know, I'm, I'm starting this whole series of called Redefine Busy, the movement where I'm, I'm wanting to teach photographers how they can get control of their life, take ownership of their time and, 
and start to have a balanced lifestyle with a business that is successful and thriving, but doesn't make you feel like you always have to be busy. Yeah, no, I see it. I see it and hear it like all the time forums and just talking to other photographers and it's whether they're busy with because it's editing, you know, they're overwhelmed with their editing or they're, they're just, you know, again, I hate the the word busy. Now you've made me hate the word busy a little bit, but you know, they say that they've got, you know, answering emails and meeting with clients and all like, these are all good things. You have to do all these things for your business, but they're trying to, you know, in a lot of cases they are trying to balance these things with, with family Maybe they're trying to balance these things with another another job that they're mm-hmm. doing as well. So it's trying to manage all of those pieces and manage all that stuff. So in your experience, and, and you know, you've been we're going to get in and talk a little bit about a tool that you've you've yep. uh, been developing. But in your experience, what are some of the major things that you find are the photographers struggle with or stumble with that that takes up and eats up so much of of their valuable time that shouldn't take them that long? Can you can you Point pinpoint a couple of examples. Yeah, totally for sure. So I think I think one of the things is oftentimes we um, like, and again, this isn't. We'll talk about Sprout Studio. I'm totally happy because I mean there is a tie-in to what we do. Our whole the whole point of what we did with Sprout Studio is to uh, to basically give photographers a tool so that they can take back their time and they can take back control. So that is kind of the idea behind the software. But I think this is a is, is kind of like a bigger mindset shift now that we're like talking systems. about right yeah systems right, we're sort of talking about systems yeah totally and and i think one of the biggest problems that so many photographers and i've seen it because i've gone in to do mentoring or when talking with photographers at workshops or in networking doing anything i say i say if you really genuinely think that you know oh, i'm so busy i can't take time to do this or i can't do that what do you do with your day what do you do with your time in your day Mm -hmm. and i think most photographers do what we what i like to call busy work where it's it feels like we're getting work done it feels like we're being productive but don't mistake uh you know doing something for actually doing something that's meaningful right so if you sit there and you know browse through your facebook or you're kind of scrolling through twitter or reading a whole bunch of blogs that you don't need to be reading you might feel like, oh yeah, you know, I'm I'm doing I'm action, I'm taking action, I'm doing something. But but at the end of the day, if you look back at your day and say, what did I do today? Like, what did I actually accomplish? Most of the time, I bet eighty percent of your time was just wasting time. Yep. And if you've ever gotten to the point where at the end of the day you say, what did I do today? And you can't really look at a list or look at something that says, well, here's what I accomplished. Here are the big you know achievements that I made today. The big, you know, I got this wedding edited, I got this album designed, I got this client booked or whatever it is. I did this photo shoot. Um, If you can't look back at your day and say, these are the things I accomplished, you're probably wasting a lot of time. Um, There's this term, my wife and I use it. um, I read in a book called, I think it was called Super Busy. It's actually a really old book before even like iPhones and all that kind of thing. But the author in the book, Super Busy, defined this term called screen sucking. And ever since I heard the word screen sucking, which is basically meaninglessly looking at things on your computer that you don't need to be spending time doing. It's kind of like when you find yourself on the Facebook timeline and you're just like scrolling and scrolling and scrolling and reading things and watching videos. And then all of a sudden you look up and you're like, holy crap, it's been two hours. Like, I don't know what just happened in the last two hours, right? So that's called screen sucking. And my wife and I had this thing now where if we see each other doing it, we say, stop screen sucking. And it's yep. just like, it's almost like it's, it's a, it's a reminder to like, whoa, get your head up, look around, close the computer. We don't need to be doing what we're doing right now. And I think that's one of the biggest mistakes that a lot of photographers do is that they spend too much time thinking that they're doing meaningful work and valuable work and, you know, uh, productivity or, or sorry, uh, productive work, but they're not. 
And right. so I, I, I would encourage, you know, photographers and, and all of our listeners to say, really, really kind of be aware of how you're spending your time when you, when you think you're doing work. Yeah. There's actually and, software programs you can get yeah, on, your, yeah, on totally. your computer that'll yep. track, you know, how much time you're spending in different programs. So you can look back and say, yeah. okay, today I spent, you know, 15 minutes in Lightroom and four hours on Facebook and two hours on Netflix. Hmm, yep. I wonder why I'm behind in my editing. Exactly. Hmm. And in fact, you know what, Bruce? Um, Rescue Time is the, the the one app that I that I recommend. Um, and it's I think it was one of my picks of the week. I think so. Yeah. At, I one, at one, one yeah. point in our past yeah. uh, one of our past episodes. But gosh, I mean, if you really want a wake up call, install Rescue Time in your computer and actually monitor what you do. Um, I, I am willing to bet that you you will be uh, blown away by how much time you think you're actually working versus how much time you really are working when you look at right. the results. Yeah. How much time is being wasted actually? Yeah, totally. Yeah. 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 So, so having said that, so we sort yeah. of established that, you know, a lot of photographers are probably unnecessarily busy, safe, mm-hmm. safe to say, right. Yeah. They're, they're doing spinning, spinning their wheels and doing a lot of things that probably aren't really contributing overall yeah. to their, to their business or, you know, to moving things forward in you know, in, in their, in their lives. So you, um, there's obviously, there's a lot of tools and we, you know, a lot of systems and a lot of different things that people can implement in their, in their studios. Um, and you've been developing a tool, mm-hmm. uh, which recently sort of launched and went live within the last, uh, last little while to photographers. Yep. Tell us about the impetus for Sprout Studio. Yeah, cool. Um, one of the things that I think um, will, will create um, chaos in our mind uh, and disorganization is just, you know, having things all over the place. It's almost like if you ever want to see, this is just quickly getting back into the mindset thing, but if you ever want to see um, where, you know, how someone's doing in their life, whether they're, you know, like uh, they're being proactive about self, self uh, improvement, whether they're, they're growing as a person or they're doing you know, good things and positivity in their life, look at their car, look at their car. It's really funny because it's actually been proven that, the environment of your car, and I guess this comes from back in the day when you know salespeople would be out in the road and people would be driving a lot more. Maybe now the the uh, the, the modern day solution would be look at your office, you know, mm. and say like if your office is disorganized, if there's things all over the place, if you're kind of chaotic in your office, you're very likely in your head, also feeling disorganized and chaotic and and not super clear and, and all that. So I think one of the things, and obviously, I mean, this is a huge challenge for photographers. We've got clients and we've got leads we've got bookings we've got invoices we've got all these things that we have to manage in our business and no doubt i mean if if you were trying to manage it manually with papers and all these things all over the place that you would feel overwhelmed you would feel busy all the time because you're always shuffling things around and so um i've been a photographer for 10 years and i have a computer science background but i'm also very Obviously, our listeners know that I love business, mm-hmm. but I'm also very like systematic and very like step by step by step. And so I, I'm, I'm always one of my strengths is being able to problem solve and really take a look at a big picture and say, well, how can I break this down to make this a simpler solution? And about three years ago, um, I was running a very successful wedding photography business. And I realized that my systems, my workflow for my own business was was damn complicated. Like I was, yeah. if, you know, if I photographed Jay and Mary's wedding. Um, not only would I have to have all their information. I mean, there's some great studio management softwares out there. Um, no question. There's some phenomenal pieces of uh, or phenomenal tools out there that can help us, you know, with the studio management. So I had a studio management solution. Okay. Um, and, and so I would have, you know, my, my wedding. Jay and Mary would go into 
my studio management software. And then after their wedding, when I wanted to show them the images, I would have to go into a separate piece of software and upload their gallery. And then after I designed their wedding album, I'd have to go into a separate piece of software and upload the proof of the design so that they can approve it or make changes and stuff. Yep. And then when I was done with everything and they got their album and I was ready to give them, you know, their files, um, I'd have to go in either, you know, burn a DVD, which is what we did, you know, a few years back, or now it's kind of doing a USB key. And I have to do that manually and kind of go through this whole process. If I wanted, you know, if the the florist from the from the wedding reached out and said, hey, Brian, can we can we get some images from that wedding, from Jane Mary's wedding? I'd have to go and like find the images, resize them, watermark them, do all these things and then burn another thing and send them off to them. And it's just like for all of these things, it was complicated. Like not only did it not make sense for me as the photographer, because um, I was having to log in to multiple things. I was entering the same information multiple places. Right. A lot of duplication of information. Ton of yeah. duplication. And, and at the same time, if Jay and Mary, you know, ordered a print from their online gallery, my studio management software wouldn't know about it. So now right. I'm having to track and manage multiple things in multiple places. And on top of that, Jay and Mary's experience with me was a little bit inconsistent. Their gallery would be over here. They'd get an email for their invoice over here. It would be somewhere completely different for their album proof. And it was just super discombobulated. And I was just thinking, holy cow, like this, there's got to be a better way. You know, as, yeah. as Kevin O'Leary puts on Shark Tank, yeah. like there must be a better way. There must be a better way. You know, and, and that's, that's where I came to. And I said, if I'm technical, if I like systems and I like business and I find this complicated, I said, gosh, there's got to be other photographers that feel the same way. So that was the um, beginning of Sprout Studio. And for the past two years, I've since surrounded myself. We've got 14 people on the team now. Um, when, when you guys listen to us podcasting here, uh, for anyone that's, that's watched any of the, the video podcasts for a while, you've seen that the background has changed because I used to podcast and do these from my studio that I had. And we yep. moved and we have an office now. So we've got all of us under one roof. And uh, for the past two years, we've been building it. And now we, we launched it, like, like you said, Bruce, about two weeks ago. So smash the bottle on the hull and yeah. put, it out to, put it out to sea. Oh, my gosh. And it was like, you know, anyone that, that has, ha- has any experience in software development, I mean, there are always delays after delays after delays. It's almost inevitable with software. Yeah. There's this rule called the 90-90 rule that says when you think you're 90% done, you're really only halfway there. Yeah. <laughs> the, the next 10% takes the same amount of time. So um, that's where we've been, but, but we launched and we're, and we're out and we're going and we've got, you know, hundreds and hundreds of photographers that are now using Sprout Studio and saying, holy cow, this is organizing my business. This is keeping things streamlined. This is giving my clients a great customer experience. It's super straightforward, super easy to set up. And, uh, you know, we're helping photographers get control back of their business. Yeah, it's um, I, I have a software background, IT background as well, which is interesting. Cool. I worked in IT for like 16 years uh, doing a lot of training and implementation. I didn't know that. Yeah. So that I was kind of my background cool. is a yeah. lot of implement, implementation, and a lot of training. Right. And so you you set me up with an, with an account. And I've, I've had a chance to go in and play with it for a few weeks. And one of the things that really struck me and really impressed me um, was just sort of the the you know, the the instructional content that is available along the way to help you kind of yeah. learn the software and, and grasp it because with with any piece of software right we all get used to our own systems and things but it takes a while to, to learn it mm-hmm. and i find a lot of systems that's usually where the the help and the documentation is usually lagging particularly for new software usually new software comes along and then the the, the actual training and the, the documentation <laughs> on how to use it is sort of like an afterthought that gets done 
maybe sometimes never right <laughs> <laughs> maybe never yeah so i was really impressed with just like how you know you said there was a series of videos that sort yeah. of showed you how to use this how to use the software so for me as a somebody coming from the it and software world that that dealt with a lot of people you know not getting that training and just throwing into the years you know start using this system i was really impressed with that and that was that was quite i found that quite helpful to kind of get into the system and start to get a good understanding of how it how it works yeah, well, you know, the the interesting thing about, I mean, it was is probably one of the biggest challenges that we've had, knowing that um, there are some great systems out there that currently do some of these pieces individually, you know, whereas in Sprout Studio, we do all the studio management, all of the the tracking and everything with your clients and leads, invoicing and questionnaires and automation and workflows. But then on top of that, we do galleries and sales galleries and in-person sales tools and album proofing and all these like it's it's like a huge piece of software and there's you know tons of companies that do each of those pieces individually and so if you're one of those companies or if you're using one of those softwares you go in you do one thing it's relatively straightforward and simple and then you kind of get out um yet you know we kind of have the opposite problem where it's like we're doing so much and so we can't overwhelm users but at the same time we have to give them the power features that they want to have in order to be able to use the software to their, you know, to their own liking. So we knew that uh, it's called onboarding or the ability to get people in and using the software and familiarize with it and set up with it. That's going to be one of the biggest challenges. And we put a lot of attention into making that simple and straightforward. And uh, I think, I think we've done a pretty good job with it so far. Yeah, no, it looks, it looks fantastic. And the design of it is really, really nice. It's, it's minimalist. It's very clean, yeah. which I really like. I appreciate that. It's not, you know, overwhelmed with stuff, not too busy. <laughs> right. um, so, but there's, there's drawbacks to that too, right? If you yep. get too clean and too minimalist, then sometimes people don't really know where to go, right? You have to yeah. have, it's that fine balance between you got to have enough information that it's intuitive that people know where, like I was looking, I got my, my dad's computer died. So I set him up with a new computer and he didn't need anything fancy. So we got him a Windows, just a brand new Windows PC, Windows 10. Oh, yeah. Um, but, but when we got it and it arrived, it had Windows 8 on it. Um, and it was almost like too, like I know what they tried to do, but it was almost a little too simple. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so there's that fine line in software between like too much information so that mm-hmm. it is too busy of a design versus like, you know, just enough that it keeps it nice and clean and simple without the UI getting in your way. So it's right. that fine balance. So I, I like what I'm seeing so far out of cool. the, just the awesome. overall the UI and the design. And just so people are clear, this is a this is a cloud based web based yes. um, application, yes. right? It's not a program they would download and put right. on their computer. It's they access it through a web browser, right? Right. Yeah. I mean that that was that was intentional because the thing is that we that we recognize is that uh, you know photographers are moving, living, breathing things right people like it's gone are the days where you know every photographer has like a stationary studio and they have one main studio machine and that kind of thing it's um i mean some photographers are still that way but many photographers aren't so we wanted to build a system that you could pick up any computer and get access to everything that you need to get access to or you could do it on your phone with ease. You could do it from your tablet. You could do it from your living room. You could do it from your studio. So yeah, it's it's web based, and uh, we we don't we don't need to have an app. We've had a lot of users that are asking, or a lot of potential users that have asked if we have an app, mm-hmm. and uh, and and we said, well, the whole po- like the whole point of having everything in one place is so that you just always have one place to go. Whereas when you introduce an app, all of a sudden now when you're on your phone, you have to open the app versus when you're on your desktop, you open something different. 
and going through the app store and all that makes updates and new features and all that really difficult to maintain. Yep. So what we do is basically um, you open up the exact same software, which is DisproutStudio.com. When you do it on your phone, though, it will move and adapt both in design, but also in functionality in a way that is more suited for your phone. So, for okay. example, uh, when you're on your phone, when you pull up one of your shoots at the very top of the screen, there's two big giant buttons, one that says email, one that says phone. So without having to like dig into the shoot or, you know, find the contact and all that, you literally just press this big giant button that says phone and it'll because it knows you're on a phone, it'll then call the client. Right. So we've kind of, you know, removed things around. So it kind of feels like an app, but it's not, it doesn't need to be an app in the app store and that kind of thing. Nice. Nice. So it's the, um, what do they call that design? Um, responsive design. Responsive design. That yep. was the word that I was looking yep. for. Yeah. So it's a responsive design. So it'll work on, mm-hmm. on all the different devices. Yeah, exactly. Cool. So tell me, um, t- take me through what are some of the, let's what are some of the major features? So you talked about that it's got galleries and it's got album proofing and it's yep. got, let's kind of, where does it all start? Where's the first starting point? Does it start with, cool. I guess, probably sort of the client management and getting a client yeah. in? Yeah. So like the, the four sort of main components of Sprout are number one, the studio management side of things, mm-hmm. which is basically where you can intake all of your inquiries. You can manage all of your, uh, and, and organize all of your inquiries and, you know, keep yourself, re- uh, things to follow up on you can give them statuses and just kind of keep that nice and and organized instead of all just the stuff like that was probably in head. a spreadsheet before yeah, or right yeah okay right, exactly so doing all of the you know client management but then also the process of taking them from what we call a lead mm-hmm. and then turning them into a shoot which is like a paying client um, that process we have a really really nice and streamlined system for it where you send them what's called a booking proposal which includes optionally a contract. So you can have all your contracts signed right through Sprout Studio. You can specify what package they want to go with, or you can give them packages to choose from. They can pay for their package, or you can set up a payment plan for their package, and they can collect it right via credit card, right online through Sprout Studio for you. So Mm -hmm. it does that whole booking process and then turns them into a shoot, at which point then they're a paying client and you can do a whole bunch more with it. So that sort of whole studio management side of it, and obviously I'm just, kind of touching the surface on what it does but um with that you can send things like questionnaires so i think we've even talked about it a few times but mm-hmm. you know before a wedding if you want to collect information like well where are you getting ready and how many people do you have in your wedding party and what are the family photos and all different kinds of questions like that um you do that all through sprout studio so you can send a questionnaire to your clients they can fill it out and then they can go and update it and make changes and that sort of thing so it just helps the studio management side of it helps streamline the communication, it streamlines the organization of your business and just kind of keeps everything in a really nice, simple, organized way. Right. Um, and from a, from a, you know, getting back your time and, and from a, you know, solving this problem of always yeah. being busy standpoint, kind of going back to that. Yep. Um, so I, I'm assuming then you can set up some like, okay, here's our standard sort of workflow. Uh, mm-hmm. What would your, so here's our steps. These are the things that we normally go through when we book, a, when we book or onboard a new client. Um, yep. These are kind of the steps that we follow. Uh, what what's your advice for maybe photographers who haven't figured that part out? Like they don't really have a set system. It's kind of, <laughs> they approach it a little, you know, every time it seems to be a little bit different. How do you, how, how did you go about developing your systems? So I'm, I'm uh, actually, I, there's kind of two, two ways I can answer that. I guess one, I'll, I'll share something that we developed that um, was with that very situation in mind, where we realized that there's many photographers that will use Sprout Studio that either don't really have really refined systems 
or maybe do, but you know, they don't want to go through the whole process of trying to adapt them into Sprout Studio. So what we did was we actually created a whole functionality called Sprout Library. And what Sprout Library is, is where I've gone in with sort of my education hat on and knowing, you know, what works best and, and, you know, the best systems and the best processes, the best wording for things. And I've actually created a whole bunch of templates, like dozens and dozens of templates of various things within Sprout Studio. So if you're a user of Sprout Studio, you just go into the setting that you want, you click the Sprout Library button, and you can just start copying all of my systems right into your own account. So if you don't know what the best you know, the best structure for a questionnaire is like, maybe you're saying, yeah, Brian, I love the idea of sending a questionnaire to my, to my bride and groom before the wedding, but gosh, I don't know what to ask. No problem. Cause I've actually created a 46 question questionnaire that you can go in, press copy, and then bam, it's all yours for cool. free. And then you can customize that. And then you later, can customize right? it as if you had made it from scratch. Um, we've done the exact same thing with email templates. I think we've got 50 some odd email templates in there right now. Everything from, hey, here's your booking proposal to, hey, here's your online gallery. Here's our policies for ordering. Here's your album proof. Here's how you do an album proof. Like everything that you can possibly imagine, we've written email templates for. So you don't have to go in and think about those things. And, and those are the ways that we're really trying to help photographers take their time back because we know that sitting down and really thinking strategically putting your copywriting hat on, putting your sales hat on and trying to figure out, well, how do I best word an email? How do I best do this? How do I do that? Um, that's time consuming. Where mm. So we, you know, we just pre-did a whole bunch of those for you that you can go in, copy again for free, and then you can edit and customize them as you see fit. So that's one way that we're helping photographers do it. But the, the other way, sort of the second part to that question is um, through Sprout Studio, we've got this tool called Workflows, which basically lets you build um, steps that can automate things in your business. So you can automate emails that go out or questionnaires that go out or uh, to-do list items and reminders for yourself or reminders for your clients. And you can automate a whole bunch of those things. So you don't have to go in and book a wedding and then say, oh yeah, right. They didn't, we didn't you know, call the month before to talk about timelines or, oh right, they didn't book their engagement shoot because I forgot to get in touch with them. Right. So we build these systems, these workflows so that you can stay on top of things and we can do it in a way if you choose to, that is as automated as possible so that you don't have to go in and, you know, do everything yourself manually. However, if you still do want to override it and do it manually, you can, but it's just the idea of having a streamlined system that you follow to make sure that you're staying on top of things. Awesome. So that'll help, you know, those photographers that maybe you know, are, are keeping track of these things in like a bunch of different, you know, they've got a calendar here and they've got something in email here. And maybe they've mm -hmm. got a sticky note over here or they got yeah. all these different places and different things that they're using to keep track. And it's very easy for stuff to fall through the cracks in those, you know, totally. in those situations. Right. So this totally. is a great way to um, keep it all housed in one. Exactly. You know, in one kind of, one kind of place. Yeah. So that's kind of the, so that's sort of the customer side of it, right? Sort of your yep. leads and your, and your shoots and uh, managing all of the associated, I guess, paperwork and formal stuff that goes along with uh with, with booking a client yep so then you mentioned another another component is the this the shoot the shoot component right is keeping track of shoots and things yep. or you turn a lead into a shoot or yeah it's it's kind of all it's all in and of the same sort of space i guess in general with sports studio i mean it's all living together so it's not like you have to go into you know the the studio management component and then go out of it and then go into the gallery component. It's kind of all interwork together, but right. the studio management component, which does, you know, all that lead books, automation, emails, questionnaires, that stuff. That's like the one piece 
the next sort of big piece of Sprout Studio is the galleries component. So that's where obviously you can do proofing galleries and you can upload images, organize them into collections. Your clients can order prints and then you can, you know, fulfill them through whichever lab you'd like to fulfill them. It's all uh, self-fulfillment currently, but we're okay. going to be, in, we're going to be integrating with labs. Um, you know, they can, um, they can download images if, if you've enabled that. Uh, they can share images on social media. The, the whole um, digital fulfillment side of things is really powerful for what we've done in Sprout Studio because not only can you say, okay, well, when my client is logged into their gallery, they can download um, any image with you know this resolution. Um, hmm. So you can say, okay, so you know you can offer digital fulfillment through Sprout Studio and say to your client, when the images are ready, okay, go to your gallery. There's a download button in the top right corner. Click download. And it'll download all your images as a zip file. And that way you have them all on your computer. So that's like one way to do it. But the other thing that we created that was really kind of intentional about trying to help photographers save time is if you, I mean, your client is not the only person that you're going to be giving digital images to. Right. If you're, if you're following like Bruce, what we talk about here in the podcast and sharing images and networking and re- building relationships with vendors and all that, yep. you want to be helping other people out as well. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, we talked about that on the on the wedding photo gate episode right, where we talked yeah. about the DJ that photographed right, all the stuff yeah. where you have, you know, the florist that brings in their own person, right? So Totally. Yeah. The the process for that currently though is like super complicated. If I get a florist that calls me and says, "Hey, you know, we photographed you did this wedding together. Uh can I grab some images?" You know, that process is like, oh, "Okay, great. Let me go and find the images. Let's bring them in. Let's, you know, do any editing if I want to. Let's resize them. Let's add a watermark if I want the watermarked. It's just this manual process. And I think most of the time photographers um, don't do that. They don't follow through on giving images to vendors because it's such a complicated process mm-hmm. right now and it takes time. Yeah. So what we've done in Sprout is basically um, created what's called the download key. Um, so basically you can say, okay, so with this download key, which is just a password on this gallery, anyone that puts in this password can download images with this specific size and this specific watermark. So you can basically take an entire wedding gallery, send it to the florist and say, Hey, we'll just release this gallery for, for the client that we work with together. If you want to download any of the images, uh, feel free just to grab any one of them. Your download key is florist one, two, three. And then when they do it, it'll automatically resize them to the size that you wanted and add the watermark that you specified in a download key all automatically. Oh, so, that's nice. Yeah. I mean, it's like super streamlined. And then you can do that multiple times. You can have one for the florist, one for the venue, one for whatever. You can have different sizes, different watermarks, all that kind of thing. So again, it just takes that manual labor out of the photographer's control and, and automates it in a way that helps them save time, but still gets the job done. Yeah, that's awesome. Because I know like with the solution that I'm using right now, it's it, it's that exact thing that you described. I have to go in and set up a comp- So, you know, I might have the gallery set up for the clients. And if I give them mm-hmm. access to download, they're getting the full high res, you know, image without any watermark or anything on it. Mm-hmm. So now all of a sudden, if I want to share those, like you say, with a vendor, I have to actually go and upload a whole other second set of images with watermarks oh, on them. No. If, if I want <laughs> the watermark smaller versions going right. to the vendors. Right. And you're right. Like, yeah, I could. I could do it doesn't take that long and but it's an extra thing that i have to now go and, yeah. and specifically do so if i could but automate he, that and which, which okay. it's, it's, yeah do. that's i mean the, the the whole thing i mean you right now you know i mean is, is it revolutionary like well i mean maybe to an extent it's evolutionary anyways but it's like yeah you can do it right now right with your system yeah you got to do a bit of manual work but even if that takes you 15 minutes 
I mean, multiply that by 30 weddings. Mm -hmm. I don't know. That's worth 15, you know, whatever that my math is bad, 10 hours or so, whatever, uh, eight hours. It's like, that's what could you do with 10 hours if, yeah. if it was automated? I mean, I could think of a lot of things to do with 10 hours of my time back. And if you're doing that while you're watching Facebook, uh, you're browsing Facebook and watching Netflix, yep. that can take you, you know, a day. Yeah, <laughs> to exactly. Get that done, right. So, exactly. Yeah. And I think a lot of, I think the cool thing that I, that I, that I like is that you're a wedding photographer, like you're a working yeah. wedding photographer. So the system is, is actually been developed by somebody who's in it living Yep. breathing it every day, as opposed to if you look a lot of some of these other systems aren't necessarily built by necessarily photographers. by photographers all the time. It right. might be built by computer people or right or business people business or entrepreneurs people and, or entrepreneurs. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So like that exa exact example, like I look at the proofing solution that I use and I, you know, name them, I think I've named them before, but they're built for all kinds of different photographers from right. the hobbyist and just Joe public through to professionals can use yeah. their system. So it's, it's, you know, it's not specific to, I think what we do and there's some very specific needs and things around, you know, the work that a professional photographer does. It's very yeah. different from say a casual, you know, hobbyist, yeah. for example. So, well, and, and it's, you know, that's an interesting distinction. And, and uh, for me, I literally designed or, or, or came up with the whole idea of Sprout Studio and have guided our developers and our designers to build Sprout Studio for me. <laughs> that yeah. is literally what I've designed it for. I mean, obviously very, very selfish. <laughs> you <laughs> very have a room selfish. of minions. Right. But, you know, in, in doing so, um, I've, it's been very intentional that it's designed and created for the solopreneur, the single photographer that's running a successful business or wants to run a successful business that is focusing in the wedding and portrait space. That is what Sprout Studio is designed to do. I mean, can you use it as a commercial photographer? Sure. Is it going to be ideal for a commercial photographer? Probably not. Could you use it for a studio that has 15 photographers? Totally could. Is it designed specifically for them? Not really. Um, and that's okay because we, you know, we wanted to make this the best solution for a very specific kind of photographer. Mm -hmm. And that is the, the solopreneur wedding and portrait photographer. Yeah. And it can always grow, right? It's software, right? You can. Oh, for sure. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Right. I mean, we're, we're at version one right now, you know, yeah. it's like, yeah. it's, we've got, we've got so much room ahead of us and so much um, passion to continue making this everything that we want it to be that, that, you know, the sky's the limit. Yeah. Cool. Okay. So you've got the galleries and then yep. you mentioned that you've also got the album um, proofing, proofing in there yeah. as well. Right. So yep. similar, like, again, there's other like, out, there's album draft and album exposure yep. and there's all these other separate systems out there. You've, you've built that into your, exactly. into your software as well. So clients can proof their albums. Yep. Now my question just, for just you. quickly. Oh yeah. oh yeah. No, no. What's the question? Yeah. I was going to, well, you go ahead and then I have a question about it. Okay, cool. So <laughs> I think uh, one of the things that, that uh, makes what we do only something that we can do is the idea that, Think about, so I talked about Jay and Mary, their wedding earlier. Mm -hmm. I got to think of a new name, by the way. I always <laughs> use the name Jay and Mary. Um, so, you know, I'm photographing Jay and Mary's wedding. And if I were just to use a standalone album proofing system, which there's some fantastic systems out there, yeah. um, the album proof sits by itself. And then Jay and Mary get the album proof. They make their requested changes and I go back and make them and give them a new proof. The benefit of us having the gallery, Jay and Mary's gallery, sitting beside Jane Mary's album proof is a really great feature. Yeah, that was going to be my question. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what we literally do, and we we just actually released this about a week and a half ago. This new feature: um, if if Jane Mary are looking at their album, 
And there is a gallery attached to the same shoot that that album is attached to. So Jay and Mary's wedding gallery would assumingly be attached. Um, when Jay and Mary are clicking anywhere on the album spread to make a change to say, oh, hey, you know, look, let's say they're looking at uh, a spread from the reception and there's mm-hmm. a picture of Uncle Robbie that they don't like in the bottom left corner. And normally what what most photographers probably are experiencing right now is the client would click there and then say, oh, you know, don't like this picture of Uncle Robbie. Can you put the picture of Aunt Margan here instead? Yeah. You know, and, like, and then you, you the as a photographer, you're it? like, I mean, who the heck is Aunt Margaret, yeah. right? Yeah. So, so now what we have, because we have the gallery sitting beside the album proof, is when Jay and Mary go and click on that image of Uncle Robbie, there's actually a little button that says suggest replacement right mm-hmm. underneath it. Oh, so cool. they can click suggest replacement. It pulls up the gallery right over top of it without closing anything. Nice. They can go and find that image of Aunt Marg that they wanted, click it, click suggest replacement, and then it'll copy the file name right into the comment for you. Beautiful. So it says, hey, don't love this image. Can we replace it with image 553? And they press go. So now when you're making the changes as the photographer, there's no confusion. There's no uh, miscommunication. You know exactly what they're looking for. So that's just like one piece that because now we've integrated all these things in one place, it gives us the ability to do little things like that to streamline and make the photographer's workflow so much simpler. Yeah. And such a much better customer experience, right? Like, right. I, yes, that's the frustration that I have right now is we were using two separate systems. So they have their galleries in one place, their albums in another, and they're, yep. they're, they're back and forth on. And if they're particularly nowadays, if they're on a device like an iPad or something like right. that, it's not easy to like, unless they've got the new iPad pro and can, you know, <laughs> switch stuff, you know, most people don't have that. Right. They're having to like flip flop and it can be a real kind of pain in the in the butt. And then it's more yeah. work on my end because the end they're saying, oh, yeah, we want just replace this with image number, blah, blah. And sometimes they're using the counter instead of the image, the actual mm-hmm. file name. Right. So I go off of the file number and I make the change like, oh, no, that's not the photo we wanted. We wanted this and found out that they gave me the. So it's all this back and forth and yeah. how much time gets wasted and, and sucked up just from that that one simple right. little thing right it's a little micro transaction yeah. but it eats yeah. up it's, so it's seemingly time. so insignificant where it's like oh well yeah whatever we just have to do a couple quick emails back and forth just to clarify what they're looking for but but again do that compounded over several weddings or, or tens of weddings mm-hmm. you're wasting so much time that you don't need to be wasting yeah no for sure yeah, yeah. no that's cool that's our, that feature alone is like huge because that'd be yeah. a huge huge time saver cool mm-hmm. So you've got, so we've got clients, we've got, we've got the proofing galleries, we've got the albums. And then I think the last piece, I don't know if it's the last piece, but probably the last major pillar, right? Is, is I think really interesting. And and this kind of is, goes to, you know, to improve your sales, right? And get better, Mm -hmm. you know, better sales and more, you know, sell more product. And that's the sales galleries, right? That's something that's kind of unique too. I am so excited about sales gallery because it's, um, it's basically solving a problem that currently isn't solved in, in the photography industry. And mm-hmm. in the sense that, um, I mean, if for wedding photographers, not not quite as much. However, there still are use cases for it, um, you know, for engagement sessions or for family formals, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, photographers know the value of what's called in-person sales. Mm-hmm. And it's it's well known in the portrait industry. But, you know, a lot of wedding photographers use it to success where you have your clients into your studio. You use a software like ProSelect. Uh, which is, you know, industry standard for in-person sales. And you walk images through or your clients through their images, nice and big on the wall. And one of the biggest benefits of using a system like that is you can take an image 
of your client's living room mm -hmm. and actually show them their pictures on the wall of their own living room. Yep. So it helps them visualize what the finished product would look like. Yep. So, I mean, that is a wonderful process. I use it for all my portrait sessions. I use it for engagement sessions. It's a way to almost guarantee that you're going to get, you know, at least a thousand dollars of sales. Right. Um, so they're not saying I want that giant five by seven for over my right. sofa. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and I mean, I've had that before. And it's one of the things you go over when a client says, oh, yeah, I want to have a nice big old eight by ten. And I say, well, here, let me show you what an eight by ten looks like in your room. And you put it on the wall and it looks like a, a wallet print. Right. Yeah. It looks ridiculous. Yeah. And they're going to be like, oh, OK, yeah, I got to go bigger. Obviously, yes. So, you know, that's that's a great process and it works and many photographers use it to huge success. Um, but many photographers, probably like 80% of our industry, doesn't do that. Mm -hmm. Either they don't want to do it, they don't have the time to do it, they don't have the space to do it, they don't have the knowledge to do it. Whatever the excuse is, they just don't do it. Mm -hmm. So instead, what do you resort to? What's the alternative? An online gallery. You say, mm -hmm. here's all your images, choose at will, order prints if you'd like, have fun. And what do you end up getting from that online gallery? Not if much. anything, you get that big old eight by 10, yeah. you know? And yeah. so you're going from what could be a thousand dollar print order to maybe a hundred dollar print order. Yeah. Just like that, because you're not following the proper process. So what we did with sales gallery is we basically took the proven process that we do in person. Mm -hmm. So that guided tour process that showing images on a wall, showing images sized appropriately. And then we, brought it into the convenience of an online gallery. So it's kind of a marriage between in-person sales and online galleries. Very cool. So it's where your clients can walk through, they're guided through making decisions about their images, and then they can start putting the images on the walls of their own home in Sprout Studio Sales Gallery. Now, you as the photographer can define those rooms, and we've actually pre-created about 35 rooms. I worked with a... Uh, a 3D rendering artist where we actually made rooms from scratch. I got mm, to decide cool. decor and colors and furniture and all these things, different kinds of rooms, different styles of homes. And we've created a whole bunch of rooms so that the photographer can say, hey, if you've got like a modern living room or if you have a more traditional dining room, here's some sample rooms that you can have if you don't want to upload your own room. Mm. And the client can start to see those images on those walls and make you know more informed purchasing decisions. That's really so cool. So it helps the photographer um, not only you know, make more money and, and make, make greater sales, but also it gives a much better experience to the clients because let's be honest, if a client takes that eight by 10 and brings it home and puts it on the wall, they're going to be disappointed in it, or mm -hmm. it's not going to be properly representing your work. So that's why sales gallery, uh, in my opinion, is so revolutionary because it marries the convenience with the proven sales process. Cool. Awesome. So this sort of, like you say, it's kind of this end to end solution that, that yep. really can help organize but also help to deliver i think for me the big takeaway for me from this is just an overall better customer experience i think yes. is, is huge right instead of sending clients to three or four different things and having this disparate kind of experience on different sites because mm -hmm. i ran into that this year right that during our busiest season the client proofing gallery system we use had a huge major database crash and I'm delivering right. client galleries and right. nobody can log into their thing for two, three days. And it looks, right. you know, they're coming to us going, I can't see my images. And you're like, hmm. I wish I could do it. It's beyond my control. Right. So there's always that elements, but just then, you know, just that disjointed customer experience, I think. Yeah. So you know, being it's, able to it's, have uh, that. It's, it's interesting because um, when you have, when you have your client in Sprout Studio, um, because everything lives in one place for that client, We've created and put a lot of attention into what's called my portal, which is basically where your client goes 
where everything with their photographic experience lives. And it's so wonderful to be able to give your clients just one place and say, hey, everything that you have to worry about for your photography is right here. Yeah, nice. If you want your gallery, right here. Your questionnaires, right here. Your contract, right here. Your orders, right here. Right. Everything is in one place and they can bounce between one to the other to the other very seamlessly. Um, and, and no one else can, can do that. You know, it's, it's a really great customer experience. In fact, we had one of our users that wrote us a note not too long ago and she said that she was finishing up an engagement session with one of her couples. And the couple at the end, as they were walking to their car, um, said to her, the photographer, they said, gosh, you must have someone working for you that really knows their stuff about branding and the customer experience and all that. Because so far, our experience in all these things we've done with you from signing a contract to making a payment to filling out a questionnaire, it's been so wonderful. And it's, it's all looked so beautiful. Like you must really know what you're doing. And the photographer was kind of like, Oh yeah, you know, I, that's really nice of you to say and kind of, you know, brush it off. But then she came home and she wrote us and said, Sprout, thank you for making me look so good. Cool. And, are, and, and that, that's, that's so important for us. Yeah. Are there some options as far as branding, um, stu- the studio yeah. branding element of it to give it yep. kind of a look and a feel that's totally, yeah. You, you, I mean, you specify logo, you can specify colors, that kind of thing. So yep. you can, you can tweak it to match your style. Mm-hmm. But the thing that we were really intentional about, I mean, we've got a full-time UI and UX designer, which is user mm-hmm. interface and user experience designer um, on staff here at Sprout who really have spent hundreds and hundreds of hours thinking about every little thing in terms of how how can our customers quickly and easily understand what to do with every touch point. Mm-hmm. So when they go into a gallery, we, we don't want them to have to like look for instructions on how to order a print. It right. needs to be intuitively obvious right away. Yeah. So we've put a lot of time into making it that way. So of course, we want to let photographers, you know, tweak some of the colors and those kinds of things to make it represent them and their brand but we we want to make sure that the experience for the customer for your customer um is streamlined and so we don't want to allow too much tinkering with that right the colors and the that kind of thing is totally customizable yeah very cool yeah that's again i've run into that too with clients that you think something's intuitive and then you send them to it and then you spend the next week and a half answering questions on like how do i do this thing. <laughs> it's too, right. And again, so I fall into the trap too, because I come from the background of software and IT. I fall into it like, oh, come on, that's such an easy thing to do. But <laughs> not everybody lives in that world or lives on their right. computer all day, right? So not everybody's yeah, exactly. comfortable all the time with that. Or if you're exactly. working with older clients too, like sometimes the parents will go in and they're maybe right. not, like I look at my dad as a perfect example, right? And he'll be clicking around like, where's the, <laughs> oh dear, right? Yeah. So, but, uh, yeah, so being able to be intuitive and simple to use, I think is, is a key factor with software these days too so totally very cool well i think that's i think that gives us a pretty good overview um what uh what are people looking at if they want to get into sprout studio is there is there a trial they can try where can they go and what are they looking at cost wise kind of is this a monthly kind of thing they sign up for a year how's that all kind of work it is yeah so so basically i mean if you were to look at any one of the pieces of software that we come in to replace um if you were to add them all up, you know, studio management, galleries, album proofing, you'd be looking at probably anywhere from $120 to potentially $200 a month yep. um, for something like that. Obviously, we wanted to position ourselves where um, it made sense for photographers to do it. But also, I mean, heck, I'm a, I'm a business guy. I'm a pricing guy. I understand that as 
you know, as a photographer, I want to keep my costs down as much as I can. Mm-hmm. So we didn't want to just come in and say, oh, great. Well, you know, if you're, you could be paying $150, but with Sprout Studio, you're going to pay $100. You know, we didn't want to do that. We wanted to make it really make sense and kind of make it obvious that like, why wouldn't you do this? Yeah. So Sprout Studio is $49 a month. $49 so, you know, a month. Are like, you kidding? That's it? Yeah, that's, that's what I'm a, saying. That's so, a heck you know, of a deal. Like, Basically, for a little bit more than what you might pay for any one of the other pieces, mm-hmm. you can get all of them in Sprout Studio in one place. And uh, if that in and of itself doesn't convince you to get in there and try it out, everyone that signs up for Sprout Studio gets a 14-day free trial. So you can get in there, give it a shot, see if it's going to work for you. I'm very confident that it will work for you. But if it doesn't, then you can just cancel and your credit card will never be charged. Very cool. I like yep. it. I like it. Well, I've had a chance to play with it for a little while. I haven't quite gotten into the to the galleries and the and this and the sales stuff yet. I'm kind of working my way through the first little bit of it. But this is the perfect time of year, you know, for yeah. a lot of photographers. You know, exactly. this is going to go out, and if you're hearing about it, this is if it's a, if you're slower kind of time. There's a great time to start looking at implementing a new system in your business so that you can start, yep. you know, taking full advantage of it for the next, you know, the upcoming the upcoming year and the upcoming season. Yeah, exactly. Um, any, do you want to give us any hints as to what's, what's coming down the pipe? Any things I know reporting is one thing that you're working yeah, on. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that that's, so we're working on reporting and analytics, which uh, is really exciting. We're, we're well underway on that, which is um, a huge thing. And, and the nice thing that's the thing that's so nice about it is basically because we do so many things in one place, we can provide analytics and reports and information and business health on so much more than anyone can do for you right now yeah so that is huge for us we're really excited about that so that's that's coming in the pipeline so that would be like Um, you know to be able to go back and analyze your business and say like how are we tracking for weddings this season as opposed to the previous year or what's our average dollar sale per customer those kinds of hard to do that when you've got your stuff in like three or four or five different data silos right right? yeah exactly so having it all in one location so again that helps you make informed decisions about your business so that exactly. you can then take, you know, react to that and, and, and maybe change things or, you know, um, yeah. implement new, you know, new strategies to increase your sales or your bookings yep. or what have you. Right. So that's yeah. awesome. Cool. Yeah. That's one of the biggest things that we're working on. I mean, w- one of the things, um, you know, we've had beta users now in Sprout Studio for about five months. And one of the things that they're constantly remarking on is how, uh, how quick we are to adapt and and update things and make changes and listen to users. And that's something that really is at the core of everything we believe in here at Sprout is like, we're not just a bunch of, you know, tech entrepreneurs that just makes the software that we think makes sense. We want feedback from our users and say, is this working? Is it not? What do you think? How can it be better? What What else do you want? How can we expand? How can we make this a better system for you? And we're very quick to adapt and we're doing updates uh, twice a week or at least once a week rather if not twice a week um always addressing little things finessing styling making improvements hitting off bugs introducing new features um when we announced on november 4th i think it was like five days later that we introduced that feature that i talked about with album proofs where you could do the suggest replacements Mm -hmm. um we're we're always working on the next thing so it's going to be this ongoing living breathing thing that is really a never-ending uh, improvement and, uh, and and we're really dedicated to that. Yeah, that's cool. Well, like I say, I'm yeah. looking forward to getting in and, and spending more time with it and really starting to to implement it and see you know see how it all fits together. I'm excited about some of those features for sure. Yeah, cool. Hopefully, get back some some of my time. Get back some of your time awesome. and, and gain control. Yeah, and I guess that you know it brings it all around full circle where we we started talking about 
what I call the lie of busy or this whole rediscover busy movement that I'm, I'm starting here. And a lot of that, um, just to be clear, has nothing to do with Sprout Studio. You know, that mm-hmm. is just, you know, me wanting to help inspire photographers to get in a better mindset and give them some ideas and some tactics and some processes to take back some of their time, regardless of whether they use Sprout Studio or not. Obviously, I would love photographers to use Sprout Studio, and it's one of the tools that can help you take back time. But really, it's it's ultimately about getting control of your life, taking ownership of your time, and you know, being able to 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 have balance back in your life and not always feel like you're busy in everything you do. Yeah, you want that, you know, when you haven't seen somebody and you and you run into them in the grocery store and they say, "How have you been?" and you don't want the thing to say, "Oh, I'm so busy." You want it yeah. to be, "Ah, oh, it's great. I got to go spend time with my kids last last exactly. weekend. We went on a holiday. We went and they'd be like." wow, you know, like these improvement in the quality of life rather than being like, oh, I'm so overworked and I'm so busy. I never get to see people anymore. Like it should be, yeah, I get to see all my friends and we hung out and did all these things and, you know, sort of gaining your life back, right? And not being, you know, tied to to the business and feeling Well, And and I guess with that, like to, to sort of like close up that concept, I would, I would challenge everyone listening to eliminate the word busy from your vocabulary challenge yourself to stop saying it and stop using it as a crutch or as an excuse because it's not doing yourself any good. It's not doing those around you any good because you're basically just spreading the negativity. And I bet that as soon as you become aware of this, you'll start to realize how many people actually do use it as an excuse. And let's get out of that space. Let's Mm -hmm. be the anti-busy and let's redefine what that means for us. Yeah. And we'll link back to that article that you wrote. It was called The Myth is it the myth of busy? It's called the lie of busy. The lie I'm of actually busy. starting. I'm starting a whole new series that will tie into that, and I'll be pulling in some of that content. But if um, if photographers want to kind of join this movement that that I'm hoping to start about busy, if you just go to redefinebusy.com, um, we'll have that. Um, there's going to be a whole series of articles that I'm writing that are related to that topic to help you know, photographers get their time back. Awesome. Awesome. Cool. Yeah. We'll link to that in the show notes as well. So cool. cool. Well, we've run a little bit long this week, so I think maybe we'll skip the listener question this week and we'll yeah, save cool. that for another, we'll save that for another episode. Uh, but let's, uh, let's wrap it up maybe with, uh, with our picks of the week. So uh, each episode we'll share a photography related item that we think would benefit wedding photographers and our picks can be anything as long as they're somehow related to photography or the business of photography. So Brian, what have you got for us this week? <laughs> okay. So this is very much related to this whole busy thing that we talked about. It's a book that I uh, just finished reading. It's called better than before. Uh, the author's name is Gretchen Rubin. And, um, basically what the book in a nutshell is about, um, cultivating better habits in your life and in your business so that you can be, you know, a better person. You can, you can grow as an individual, grow as an entrepreneur, because when we're the best versions of ourselves, um, not only are we, you know, more available for those that matter most to us, but we're also better business people, better with relationships, and we're going to be better and we're going to show up in a better way for our clients. So book better than before. This is a great time of the year to get into it because, Mm -hmm. you know, New Year's is often synonymous with transformation and with change and with resolution. So better than before is a great way just to kind of dive in and, and make a commitment to, to being a better, better version of yourself. Awesome. Great pick. I'm actually going to, I've got two picks. I'm going to, I'm going to call it audible based on your pick. You've got a, a great book <laughs> pick. Um, I just went and it lasted about a few weeks ago. I actually went and got a library card. Oh, cool. It seems crazy, but I haven't had wow. a library card since I was probably like 10 or 11. Um, and our local library here in the city of Edmonton actually offers them now for free. 
you don't have to pay to get a library card anymore at our library, which is awesome. That's and cool. there was a lot of books um, that, you know, business related books, marketing books, these kinds of things that they have. But the great thing is with that free um, library card is I have access to all their digital content as well. So they have ebooks right. and all these kinds of things. So if you're if you're and it doesn't cost me a dime. So I've got this library card. I can go take all these books out and listen to some of these. So that book, I'd have to look and see. They may even have that book in an audio form or an EPUB or something like that and so you know great it's a great resource if you're looking to that's really cool and get stuff that's so really cool. yeah so get a library card <laughs> it's amazing <laughs> what they have they even had xbox games there which was that won't do Holy much cow. for my productivity time but <laughs> it was pretty cool so well hey but if you freed up your time and you want to go and play an xbox with your free time this is true do, do your thing this is true exactly so <laughs> so that's my kind of i made that a bit of an audible pick um i called an audible on that one but my real pick for this week was actually going to be the canada photo convention in vancouver Nice. Um, that's coming up in a few months, but now is the time you can register. Uh, mm -hmm. It's April 5th to the 7th. Uh, you were there this year at the one in Toronto. Yep. With Jasser. And uh, I know yep. Jasser very well, too. He's uh, here in Edmonton. And I hope to have him on in a future show as well. And again, yeah, good call. On uh, some future shows here. But if you haven't checked out the Canada Photo Convention, uh, great conference. Um, you know, it's a lot of wedding and portrait photographers and uh, some really great content there and just an overall fantastic conference. I've, I haven't been yet, but I keep hearing great things about it. And so this is going to be the year that I'm finally going to go to uh, to join the Canada Photo Convention. Yeah, it, so. it was, uh, I spoke at the one in Toronto here and it was an amazing conference. It's very intimate and close knit and very. Uh, it was very inspirational to be there and be in the presence of everybody. Um, and we're actually sponsoring the one in Vancouver. So oh, we'll awesome. be there. So you yeah, can learn more Sprout about Studio. Yeah. Sprout, Sprout Studio when you go to go to Canada Photo Convention. Exactly. And you don't have to be Canadian to go. No. You can, you can be... You can be non anyone. That's me non <laughs> And yeah, they've got a great lineup of some great photographers that are going to be there this year. Um, so really looking forward to uh, meeting some new photographers and heading out to beautiful Vancouver. So Awesome. Canada Photo Convention. That's my pick. Awesome. Sweet. Well, hey, that's uh, I think that brings us to the end of another episode of Twip Weddings. So I want to thank Brian for sharing his, you know, sharing Sport Studio with us. And uh, and also for the nice mug. You sent me a lovely mug. So thank you for my, my uh, this is my new favorite mug, by the way, my new Sport Studio cheers. mug. So cheers to that. It's a great <laughs> mug. And um, so what have you got coming up and uh, where can people go if they want to find out about you or if they want to learn more about Sport Studio or sign up for a trial? Yeah, cool. Um, just really quickly, I just I want to thank you and and obviously and Robert as well, who's not here with us. But um, I, I mean, obviously, we 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 have a huge passion for for helping photographers. That's why we do this podcast, right? This yep. week in photo weddings. It's it's um, it's a great resource. And and uh, but just want to thank you guys for giving me the opportunity to come and talk about Sprout Studio because I know I mean it wasn't you know commercial for Sprout Studio, yep. and we talked a lot about the context around it, but. Um, to have this opportunity just to share something that's so close to my heart. And I've been working, you know, hundred hour work weeks for the past two years. I've been busy, legitimately busy, <laughs> Legit busy but yeah. again and again, like I'm going through a transformation of getting out of that space in writing this, this movement that I'm writing. Um, but you know, I, it's, it's been such a work of passion for us and uh, something very close to me. And I know we've talked about it before in the podcast, but again, thank you for letting me just come on and talk about it today, just about that. So yeah, no, I think it's a thanks, great, thanks like, for that opportunity. It's filling a void in the industry for sure. So yeah. Awesome. Well, yeah. So um, sproutstudio.com is where you can go and register. If you want to find out more about Sprout Studio, it's just getsproutstudio.com. Um, if you're interested in any of the education that I put out there to the world about the business of photography, it's sproutingphotographer.com. 
And the movement that I'm starting, the Rediscover Busy movement, um, I mentioned earlier, you can just visit rediscoverbusy.com. Awesome. Good stuff. Again, we'll put links to all those things in the show notes for this episode. And awesome. if you're if you're looking for me, yeah, you'll find me over at my website, which is momentsindigital.com. Um, or I'm on most of the social networks uh, at Bruce Clark, Clark with an E at the end. And uh, if you're looking for Robert as well, you'll find uh, links to all of his social presences and websites uh, as well on the uh, blog post for this episode. So head on over there and pay Robert a visit and we'll have him back on the next episode as well. And of course, be sure to visit our website at thisweekinphoto.com for this show and all the other great shows on the Twip network. And thanks again for listening to Twip Weddings, raising the bar one wedding at a time. <laughs>